In the name of one God who is the Father, and who is the Son, and who is the Holy Spirit. Amen. We have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. As you first hear that verse, it, it may seem um, somewhat atypical uh, as, a, as a verse in which we um, remember um, the good news of Christmas, but I would contend that this particular verse encapsulates the good news of the Christmas message, the assurance that things have genuinely and once and for all changed, that something substantial has happened It is a seemingly um, atypical and yet one which captures um, the essence of the good news made known to us uh, in the Christmas season. There is um, a danger, I think, and it's not just from people out there. I know it's present in my own heart and in my own life as well. And and the danger is um, to sentimentalize Christmas, uh, to sentimentalize it in such a way that we try to um, bring it down and, and make it manageable Um, make it sweet, take off all of the rough edges um, of the Christmas story. And certainly, the way in which God comes to us uh, and the way in which God often moves and works in our lives is tender, um, is gentle, uh, is kind. Uh, There is much uh, which is deeply moving, which we see uh, Mary and Elizabeth rejoicing and marveling um, at the good news which has come to them, the Magi. Um, coming to worship the shepherds um, in the field and the angel appearing to them. And yet even in the midst of all of that, we also see um, the unrest um, that is present. We see the efforts of the darkness um, to defeat the light. We see the efforts of Herod um, in the slaughtering of the innocents to stop um, the power of God from coming forth into the world. Uh, And yet, uh, in all of those things, we see that the light does um, come forth into the world. God does move and act on our behalf in the gift of Jesus, his son. We see the reality that along with the cradle, um, there is the cross. And in the portion which we just read from a moment ago in Hebrews, um, the author um, takes pains to lay out what has been accomplished for us in the will of God, which existed from the very beginning. And we hear um, the words put upon Jesus' lips that a body has been prepared um, for a once and for all sufficient sacrifice for the sins of the world. We hear, consequently, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifices and offerings thou hast not desired, but a body thou hast prepared for me, and burnt offerings and sin offerings thou hast taken no pleasure. Then I said... Lo, I have come to do thy will, O God. We hear uh, that Jesus came forth into the world out of necessity um, to save you and me. This purpose was clear from the very beginning. It's not something that he um, discovered along the way. But from the beginning of time, God's plan, God's purpose, um, ordained by God, his will that he might come forth and once and for all offer a sufficient sacrifice um, for the sins of the whole world. The author of Hebrews, in writing um, this letter, is addressing and encouraging um, Jewish Christians, and it is a word of encouragement um, to them. It's a word of strength to them, and it's something which is just as applicable um, to you and to me as well. Because what the people were wrestling with um, was this, the question which is also pertinent to us. The question they were asking is, um, did we get it right? 
Um, is um, Jesus the one God promised? Is Jesus, in fact, um, sufficient? Is there anything um, that I must offer? Is there anything that I must bring to the table? Did we, did we get it right or did all these other folks get it right? And somehow um, we have been misled. Um, that um, question, that um, anxiety which is answered and addressed um, with absolute certainty. Because as we hear in the beginning of that, um, year after year after year, the people came and they offered sacrifices for their sins. And then with the offering of the sacrifices for their sins, not only were they no better afterward, not only had they experienced no progress or, or change um, in their life, but they also um, still felt the burden of those sins in their consciousness as well. Not only had they seen no seeming difference um, in their lives, but the consciousness of their sins and their shortcomings stayed with them also. Uh, And we see that after all of those efforts on their own, um, they felt no better. I, uh, at least in theory, uh, continue to play soccer. I'm on a team, but uh, schedule is such that um, my uh, attendance at the games is, is every um, so often, and one of the things that I that I find that I'm um, dealing with is what I have come to call the Brett Favre syndrome. Um, and, and what that is is this: despite all of the physical evidence to the contrary, I'm sure that I've got one more good run in me. Um, and it's you know it's 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 despite my uh, you know despite uh, torn MCLs and broken elbows and this that and the other despite all the physical evidence you know what if I just dig deep enough um, I know uh, that there's one more um, good run and, and all it's going to take is just a little focus um, on my part um, just just a little change I need to you know really uh, get serious uh, about training and I need to get serious about getting in shape and you know if if I do that then it's going to be different and, and periodically I had a game not too terribly long ago and was playing against a neighbor of mine and um, I scored a couple of goals. I ran circles around him, not that I cared or was, you know, keeping score um, or anything. I mean, I'm, I'm a Christian, so I mean, I didn't, I've really, I've forgotten that um, already. But, I, you know, after that particular day, I thought, you know what, there is. I think there's another run. Um, I think, you know what, this, this might be. Uh, the encouragement um, to continue, uh, and things are going to be different. And uh, a couple weeks later, because of schedule, I missed a few games, I I came back out again and I I played again, um, and I was utterly forgettable. Um, If even noticed, uh, and that uh, sort of that myth of, you know what, it's it's going to be different if I just focus a little more. It's going to be different um, if I just try um, a little harder. Um, That myth was once again exposed to me that, you know what, it's not a matter um, of just digging down a little deeper uh, and then things will be different. Well, why um, do I share all of that with you? Um, Because... Uh, that is the law. That is our human striving, the belief that if we just try a little harder, focus um, a little bit more, dig um, a little deeper, um, then we can be the change we want to see, that we can be the change we want to become, that things um, will be different um, at that point. And the reality is, as much as we'd like to think the human condition is improving day by day, moment by moment, the human condition is the human condition. And we're not able to rectify ourselves. We're not able to reconcile ourselves with God. We're not able um, to defeat the power of sin um, by our own efforts. We're not able, in and of our own merits, um, to come unto God. And that uh, brings us 
to the amazing news which is shared with us uh, in Hebrews. And what we hear uh, is this, is that we are people who have been accepted by God, chosen by God. We have been made holy by the will of God in Jesus Christ, by what he has accomplished for us once and for all in his cross and in his resurrection, by the shedding um, of his blood. He has offered the once and for all sufficient sacrifice for the sins of the past, for the sins of the present, and for the sins of the future. It's that amazing um, good news. Those words, once um, and for all, um, the sufficient sacrifice has been given um, and made available to you um, and to me. That Hear that. Uh, we have been made holy. Not we've become holy. Not that we are becoming um, holy. But that we have been made holy um, by Jesus. And as we hear that, I pray that that good news uh, would be planted Um, deep within our hearts, that we would experience the joy and the hope and the certainty and the freedom that our strength and that our assurance is not based in ourselves, um, but faith in Jesus, who once and for all has come forth into the world. And to hear again the message of salvation, we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. Thanks be to God.